0: Welcome back once again to Unedited Portland, live from Portland, here downtown at the Someday Lounge, actually, which is pretty sweet. Um, today, we have Jordan Palladino from Hoyt Latte, and in unprecedented Unedited Portland form, we also have the second half of Hoyt Latte, Jessen as well. Welcome, gentlemen.
1: Thank you for having us.
0: Going on, uh, not a lot, man. Just trying to uh, enjoy myself here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, what's going on with you guys?
1: Um, you know, just uh, trying to stay out of this rain. Am I right? <laughs> am I right? Yeah. This yeah. R- Portland,
2: whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. The rain. It, it looks like it subsided a little bit, maybe, but it's still
1: gray skies, kind of cloudy. It's a five o'clock day. One of those days where no matter what time you go outside, it looks like it's five o'clock. I believe it, which means it's always appropriate to drink. Hey, cheers, cheers to that. Cheers to
0: that. All right. To that. Un- inaudible <coughs> cheers. Oh, you got it. Good job. Way to get glasses, guys.
1: Yeah, that was something I've I've learned over the years. That was
0: classy glassy cuz uh I have a can, so it wouldn't have made much audible noise. Um especially
1: cuz it's kind of full still, too. It is. Yeah. It is. You're right. I wouldn't get the That's not a challenge or anything. I'm just saying <laughs> that it's not
0: full. Hold on, folks. This is inaudible drinking to to meet the challenge, no. <laughs> 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 um yeah, no, it's uh it's a good day to be at the Sunday lounge though, you know, we're hanging out. Um uh I like this place because it's quiet, you know, even though we have some music playing right now. Let's see what we got. We got like a kind of funky beat thing going here.
1: It's probably Yellow Card. Yellow Card? Is that yeah. a, is that a
0: play? Okay, shout that's
1: out. That's that's just a bad band that had a electric violin in it. They were okay. on TRL all the time. Yeah. Um which I know you love.
0: Oh, dude. Mostly
1: for uh, the host, you know. Caduce. Do you remember Caduce? I don't remember Caduce. Caduce was my favorite because his name was like Q-U-D-D-U-S-S.
0: Did he he also move on to start hosting X Games things or was that only Sal No, that was Sal (laughs) Muskela.
1: I I know who Sal Muskela is. Then Hillary Burton was on One Tree Hill. Mm. Uh, Vanessa Manillo's Married to Nick Lachey. Did the hill have eyes that one tree was on, or is that two separate? uh, It did once Lauren Conrad was on the hills, plural. Okay. That's what made it have eyes. That's interesting. was her.
0: Well, moving forward, um, Mr. Jordan Palladino uh, I'm technically interviewing you today. Yes. As part of the duo Hoyt Latte. Yes. Although both of, of you, both of you Hoyts are here. Yes. Is what I'm saying. Coffee talk. It's, it's true.
2: So if I think um uh, this is Justin, if I think of anything really funny to say, I'll yes. chime in.
0: And like most funny people, you'd raise your hand and then we'd <laughs> signal to you and then you say your funny I go, thing.
2: I feel like I'm in fourth grade.
0: It's true. It's true. No gum. No gum. Spit your gum out. Okay.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Um, But
0: uh, I typically start this journey of podcast interviewship with uh, placing you within the city of Portland.
1: Okay. So, like, where do I live?
0: So, the question would be: Are you, Mr. Jordan Palladino, originally from Portland?
1: Yes, I uh, was born at the Good Samaritan Hospital. Ooh, that's the nearest hospital to where we're at right now, I would is, say. Is that technically closer than OHSU? I would think 23rd and Gleason would be closer. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. T- you've memorized that. You know exactly where that is. <laughs> it's a cheaper, had, cheaper had, hospital okay, than OHSU. yeah, it's, it's the Kaiser Permanente of Northwest. It's good, yeah, yeah it's solid.
0: Go. I've been there before. You Kaiser? Know.
1: Uh, uh, the Good Samaritan. Oh, yeah, that's, I'd, I'd hope you'd go there just to see where I'm from. It's
0: true. I, I did do my background research there. I yeah. started there. So, Good Samaritan, and, uh,
1: were your parents living in the, uh, downtown proper, or where were they at? They were in, basically, Lake Oswego, in southwest, kind of where Riverdale High School is Ooh. now.
0: Keep them kids out of Riverdale. Er- yeah,
1: exactly. Riverdale, home of, uh. A Horror movie and Walk a flock Flocka Flame, the opposite of a horror movie. Okay. What's Walk a Flock Flocka Flame? He's a really terrible rapper that hipsters love, ironically. <laughs> you love him too. <laughs> it's because I'm an ironic hipster. Oh, okay. Well, I, I dig that. That's my it. mustache is to the floor. <laughs> it is. I yeah.
0: thought you were going to step on it earlier, but you, no, you, no, you I, need
1: to avoid it. I stepped on my ego.
0: <laughs> well, with that, um, so you're born in Good Samaritan. Your p- family was uh, in Lake Oswego. Uh, what were they doing down there? Are They teachers? Are they lawyers? What do they have going on? Down
1: um, there? Uh, my mother is a nurse. Okay. Uh, and my father was like a, a manager of college bookstores for for Barnes and Noble. Okay. Yeah, and so he was based out of uh, University of Portland and Lewis and Clark. Huh. So he would you know go all through the town, excuse me, uh, through you know doing all sorts of stuff like that. But uh, you know my parent, and then my my dad owns a wine store now. He like threw his back out from all the books,
0: moving all the books. So now yeah. he's moving casks of wine because yeah. those are known for being light. You know, yeah. like when I think of moving heavy things, I go, well, "Let me make it liquid filled because that'll definitely."
1: It's lighter than an anvil. <laughs> um, and <laughs> so then, uh, so my dad, you know, he he didn't like that job. Then he opened his own wine store, and that's been around. This is the 14th year wow. his wine store has been open. On Macadam, if you're trying to get wine. plug it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, 6141 Southwest Macadam, I think, is the address of it. It's called Dude Wine Shop. It's called E&R Wine Shop. E is my dad, Ed, and the R is this guy, Richard, who's okay.
0: from England. It got your dad in the wine game.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's like My dad had always liked wine, and so he'd travel all the time, and my mom would go with him. So I'd spend a lot of time in Massachusetts with... My aunt and uncle in Boston, or my grandparents in Linfield, and so I, I kind of I, I feel like I, I became the kid that I became in Massachusetts, which is why I have this oh, Massachusetts a tattoo, tattoo of Massachusetts. Tattoo. Okay. Yeah, you, you wouldn't believe the things people have thought. This is <laughs> this Ethiopian girl I worked with asked me if it was Africa. It doesn't matter that she's Ethiopian. <laughs> no, I mean it does because Ethiopia is in Africa. It, or, or it's a a reversed, slightly askew Louisiana, maybe. I've gotten Italy, which I mean I accept because I'm Italian, Calabro, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've soft skin. I'm not much muscle there. Um, I apologized to the tattoo artist woman for not being muscular enough. So, so I was, like, flexing for the first half of it, so it's a little uneven and wonky.
0: How was it growing up with your dad owning a wine store? Like, how quickly did you start drinking?
1: Um, At a very young age. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I feel kind of bad because my dad has this wine store, and I don't like wine that much. Right. But I like, have this access to this like database of incredible wine knowledge, and I just kind of do nothing with it. Right. I'm more of like a coffee and do, beer guy. Do you think that's what friends of Google think?
0: They're like, you know, he knows everything, but he's so annoying. I don't want to go Yeah, there.
1: they're like, <laughs> you know, it sucks to just be Jeeves. Yeah, it's right. My I name b- is Jeeves Bing. Yeah. Or Bing Jeeves is a better name, yeah. I think. Bing Wait, Jeeves. Do you think
0: Jeeves is out of work? Because they switched it to Ask.com,
1: like, immediately from Jeeves, Ask Jeeves. Jeeves has been on, like, an eight-year Coke bender right? in London
0: just like, fucking ask me anything, man. Just please, anything. And I'm like, please. where do you live?
1: He's like, oh, ouch. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. It's a good joke. I like that.
0: <laughs> you like that? I yeah. set it up. Yeah. Ask Jeeves jokes, man. Those are uh, contemporary.
1: Yeah. It's like the Zima of of <laughs> web browsing jokes. It's like, true. Zima is, like, people still make Zima jokes and You haven't heard jokes? my Netscape material yet. <laughs> no, I have not. But I look forward <laughs> to hearing it. You got to navigate me there. I mean, you guys are Hoyt Latte, but all mine is pre-Java. Oh. oh, wow, that was good, that was good. <laughs> I never knew what Java, w- like JavaScript, and I was like, is that a coffee thing? Right. Before I drank coffee. Right. I was, yeah, I didn't I didn't get it. Yeah,
0: Java, w- yeah, exactly. It. I don't know. They use a coffee cup as the logo. It has nothing to do with coffee.
1: Yeah, I also didn't know, like, Joe meant coffee. Right, a cup of Joe. Yeah. Was you just s-
0: thought someone was really openly gay. Yeah, it's <laughs>
1: like, this guy wants everyone to have a cup of him. All right, you know, <laughs> liberal city, if that, that's what he's asking for, sure. <laughs> it sounds Who great. Who might to deny him?
0: It's true. It's true. I don't want to, yeah, I don't force my politics on anybody. Um, all right, so you, you skipped the part of uh, Portland uh, knowledge where we get you to the city. It sounds like uh, your parents did that for you. Yes, and southwest Portland. And, uh, and brought you here. So now that you are here, uh, what about the city has uh, reflected in your music and your writing, and, and what, what do you like about the city you live in today? Mr. Palladino.
1: Um, well, we're, we're, we're in a group called Hoyt Latte. Shout out to Barista on 13th and Hoyt, like right up the street from here. And so we, we wanted to call our genre of music coffee hop, okay. which is like coffee hip hop, if the two words didn't make enough sense for you there. Right. And so the first song we ever wrote was not about coffee, but the second song we wrote is called Stumptown. And it's about like coffee and beer. And so my verse is about coffee. Oh, there we go. Hey, yo, much, people don't seem to realize. Yeah. Well, people don't seem to realize that yeah, it's Portland me talking now. City. You know, we got a still me talking. It's not like we're just Seattle, Washington's little brother. Yeah, man, I feel you on that. So, you know what I think I'm going to do right now? Tell me, tell me what you're going to do. I'm going to tell you about Portland. I run the streets, the cold streets of Portland We're the type of coffee that you drink's important Uh Double shot Americano, that right there's my stuff You middle American hoe, you got Folgers in your cup If I got a day date, you know where I'ma meet her I'ma take that little fine lady to Barista You wanna find it? check?
0: track it's not actually the one that i was alluding to earlier so but that, that just
1: means you had it ready like yeah. that means you were you're uh, familiar enough with my music to have that <laughs> and that's the biggest compliment i can take
0: well not a problem man well i i was intrigued by the whole coffee hop idea so i was like i gotta at least have a reference to that i downloaded a few of your other albums but uh none of them stuck out with the coffee hop so i had to do some uh, finagling to get the stump town track
1: yeah we we kind of started like all of our stuff's gonna be like real ambitious coffee stuff and like metaphors and it kind of floundered quickly
2: it's um it's hard to make a whole album where every song is about coffee so like we've done a couple tracks where we try to you know keep it in that uh in that vein but eventually we just had to do you know post-apocalyptic right um, stuff D- that has to do with um let, let's the history tr- of the world ending
0: let's try transitioning and since i have played a clip now i might as well make this the clip portion of the show so i don't Excellent. have to get back to this so let me play you a little bit of this other one and
2: I like. Oh, Let's play Major League Baseball. Play ball! This is off the Well Another EP.
0: Yeah. Now, what I like about this was I missed it, actually, so I'm going to give them one more shot at it, but the very first words that come out of this is right. why I picked it.
2: This is Ken Griffey so, Jr. So, Ken Griffey let's Jr., now, that,
0: I grew up with him in Seattle. Now, that came from the, the Super Nintendo game, right?
1: Uh, it was the 64. It was on the 64. Okay. Yeah, and I used to play that game with my friends all the time, and then I'd laugh about it and be like, I'm Ken Griffith Jr., let's play Major League <laughs> B- baseball. baseball. And I'd laugh <laughs> about that for years. Yeah. And I don't, the song, it's on a Birdman beat the song's like kind of about baseball or something right
0: no I get it it, it almost sounds like okay so you hear it in like somebody who may uh, think of it as like a comedic song might be like oh they're just trying to sound like that like genre like th- when you said uh who's beat you said Birdman yeah Birdman's Donna in the summit. yeah you're right um but if you listen to the lyrics it sounds like two people that were playing King Griffey Jr. baseball almost like they're really ambitious about their squad oh yeah <laughs> Well, I I kind of laugh
1: about it because, you know, I was, my dad was asking about the song and he said, I like the song, but it kind of doesn't match up all that well because Jessen's verse is about sending naked pictures to women (laughs) you know and like doing it for portland like if you don't send me naked pictures i can't be doing it for the city that i'm in (laughs) and my verse is all about like baseball puns (laughs) and stuff right which i mean portland doesn't even have a baseball team i'm doing it for every city but portland it feels like essentially yeah and king griffey jr a former seattle mariners so
2: (laughs) basically you know we were trying to be like what's gonna be on your mind if you're 22 years old and you're playing Ken Griffey Jr., one, baseball, <laughs> and two, naked pictures, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. obviously, right?
0: Yeah, totally. No, I, I liked it. Well, and also the whole theme of the Stunna songs, because they were always about women and, you know, ladies. So it fits the genre in a way. If you, you
1: yeah, know. and, I mean, I also, I mean, I, I love Ken Griffey Jr. He was my f- favorite baseball player when I was a kid. Same here. Cheers to that, man. Cheers. Again, you know. Cheers to Jr. Inaudible <laughs> cheers. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, um, I remember when he got traded to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I remember... On his own request. Yeah, and I remember being upset about that. He Okay, so the odd thing
0: about that, the reason you were upset was because he left. I was living in Seattle at the time. I was upset. Um, he wanted the Safeco uh, Field's fences closer. Mm-hmm. He said he was in this home run battle with guys like McGuire and Sosa and later Bonds. So he was like... I'm not gonna be on top of this list if, if you give me this wind blown in left field that I'm never gonna hit, give me an extra ten feet and I'll at least drill thirty a year yeah. and stay on pace and you know, keep and they, they refused. So he went to Cincinnati which had a smaller ball field. And if you I don't know if you know anything about the Mariners, but they moved the fences in this year this year. So, 13 years later after building SafeCo Field, they basically took King Griffey Jr.'s advice. And
1: he was on the team. Like, he came back a few yeah. years ago. Yeah. And I remember watching him and it just it wasn't the same. The, the falling asleep in the clubhouse.
0: That yeah, was sad. Like It was it was sad. And it was sad that uh, the teammates let him down by leaking that because I'm sure older players all the time end up sleeping in the clubhouse. Yeah, yes. Whenever
1: you know. someone writes a book about their playing days, there's always these things you don't want to know. Right. And so, like, Terry Francona, former Red Sox manager, current uh, Indians manager, just wrote a book. And it's like, I don't want to hear these bad things about the team I was watching right. win two World Series. I on didn't even steroids. think of that.
0: See, now that's the other weird thing. I picked the freaking Red Sox as my team in 1986 like, or 87 as my, like, out, okay, the managers are never going to do it team. And, like, a year after I did that, I actually have a ball that's got Wade Boggs' signature on it and, and like, a couple other um, uh, Red Sox from that year. And then uh, m- Griffey got drafted, like, a year or two later. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'm like, oh, the Mariners ain't so bad. But I've always followed the Red Sox. Of course, yeah. the period of time I followed them was their, like, epic failure
1: of the, the last... The 90s, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then um, I told people in 2004, I was like... Win one, we'll win it all, and they won that game four or whatever against New York, and I was like, "Told you." And, and, and I was predicting this in the '80s. Yeah, and now it's now it's you know fodder for everybody. They're like, "Oh, we're all Red Sox fans," but yeah, no, it's funny. Okay, so we have that in common, King Griffey Jr. fans and Red Sox. So yeah, I love sports. Ap- appropriate to have on the show, and uh, in the background silently we have Christian Neil Young walking in the room. So this is a star-studded event today. Um, people, you, you really should come down to the Sunday Lounge and give them your business, because you never know who's going to walk through the door. Um, Mr. Palladino, yes. you're in Portland. What, what other qualities of this city do you dig? Like the creatives, uh, just the the different venue spaces that are available, having guys like Chris around? What's the deal?
1: I oh, Guys like Chris are what I like most about this town. Just like really sweet, nice, friendly people. And you know, th- especially that that work at venues that I've performed at and had great times at. Nice, yeah. You know, it's there is a thing that I've noticed though is that a lot of sound guys here seem to be like really into metal. Okay. And they always want to, pl- they always want everything to really loud. Right. And be like, no, no, don't play it so loud. I'm, I'm kind of a quiet rapper. <laughs> and they're like, no, man, black flag, which right. means volume up. Yeah. Okay, but I mean the someday land. Is that a real thing? The black Bla- flag is a band, yeah. Henry
2: Rollins. Oh, I knew it's I a think. band. Oh,
0: okay. I didn't know. I, I didn't prefer know. Prefer
2: his writing over his music.
0: He's I didn't know the word. I thought maybe you were just telling me something about sound that I didn't know. Where it's like if you hold up a black flag, it means volume up. <laughs> It's like the opposite of surrender, like, yeah. Like, you know, the old, like, what was that? That's That signal
1: language you're supposed to learn? Sign language.
0: No, there's the signal one. Oh, the military stuff? Yeah. I yeah,
1: I felt, I w- that was what took me out of Zero Dark Thirty. I was <laughs> like, I don't know what this means. I know it's going <laughs> to happen. I know what this is all leading up to, Wait, but I don't know I thought what Zero Dark Thirty
0: is. was about taking out Osama bin Laden. They take you out in that movie?
1: Th- yeah, they took me out on a date <laughs> while they got bin Laden. So I was just, you know, in Pakistan, not op- not a part of them capturing Oh wow
0: That's Wow but It's a great d- movie by the way It you, is You should see it I, I did I You being the audience Oh it's true Oh They won't No No it's too long so. or whatever. It's only going to be like three comedians we've met in town and Chris that are going to listen to this. So, I mean, we're I'll not... I'll take it. Comedian well, that I work for, I know. work with, oh, I hope, would listen former, to uh, it. Former, well, not former. I always use the term former, but I mean previous when I say former. Previous guest on the show, Aaron Ross, a.k.a. Ed Foreman. Yes. Um, and that's the other thing you do. That's the other reason I had you on. You're also doing production for, uh, for his show.
1: Yeah. I write and act on the show and fumble through sound stuff. I'm not a sound guy. Right, but he's I'm a g- comedian and a rapper.
0: I mean, it's it's pretty easy in the sound game these days. You just got your levels and you know your peak signal and if yeah. you if you hit your peak signal, you know you got to turn your thing down and
1: No, I mean it's kind of what I say is I know more than 99% of people at doing sound stuff, but the 1% knows 99% more than me. Yeah. And then we protested the banks. <laughs> It's, that is funny. I actually
0: started podcasting the day of Occupy. Um, not this show but a previous program, and it was not on purpose like any signal of political arrangement. I had just scheduled that day with Chris to use his studio space to record a podcast, and uh, it just happened that our guests had walked through Occupy, so oh. it became like an Occupy
1: podcast. It yeah, it's, I mean, I'm not a political person. I'm highly political.
0: I'm a political science major in grad school, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm uh, doing classes for fun at a community college. I so did that first. I <laughs> did that first. That's what got me my business degree. Okay, so, yeah. th- so something can come out of it's true. It's me true. showing up late to history um, classes.
0: Currently in the Politics Game, I'm actually studying the res- results and realities of an India-Pakistan nuclear war.
1: Is is that a a prospective war or an already happened war?
0: A prospective war based on current conditions and and armaments and stuff. Pretty heavy shit, really. I don't doubt it, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's been on my... I'm actually technically the leader of India in this uh, scenario, so...
1: I I get it. Don't don't be sorry about that.
0: Basically, I'm going to be bombing Pakistan sometime this week, which is not exactly something I'm politically okay with as a natural human being, but for the proceedings of this class i, uh, I i'll go ahead and do so
1: yeah well there's I, in my psych 202 class we learned that the most depressed uh country in the world is lebanon okay and it's weird because i know one lebanese person and she is not undepressed i'd well, say
0: is it because she can't find a chick to take on a date i mean i know a lot of lebanese girls
2: oh, uh, oh, oh. no that's friendo lesbians larry david I would have guessed Japan. I always, I always hear that um, Japan has very high suicide rates and right. depression. Well, they they've made
0: it honorable by calling it seppuku. So. Well,
2: they're <laughs> right, uh, they're just, um, they're extremely overworked, and they have like very, my, by my definition of not working at all, they're overworked. Maybe to them they aren't, but they're working such situ- like where they work is very small, and they work long hours, and they're just a sad people. <laughs>
1: Well, actually, the uh, South Korea and I think it was Taiwan are the two least depressed countries, and according it, to this. And they're also the slide. the
0: most internet connected. Is that got to be something to do with it? Like, it if you, could if, you be. Have, if you have Wi Fi everywhere, you're all right. Yeah, you know? all
1: that's whenever I go to a restaurant, I always say, "What's the Wi Fi password?" <laughs> I'm not trying to use any of my data because <laughs> I went over my data. That's once. That's actually how you say hello now. That's data, how we were introduced. Uh, no, yeah, I was like. Mikel, I need the Wi-Fi F- pronto. Pronto, yeah. Yeah, because one time I went over my data and I felt like such a piece of shit. <laughs> I was like, this this family plan couldn't get worse.
0: You know what sucks is that I signed up for the data plan that's really just a pale white-faced guy from Star Trek The Next Generation that calls me every once in a while. That's my data plan.
1: thought he was in the Goonies.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Well, um... I mean, we could talk more about. I mean, oh, let's get a little into the rap game side of Portland, and then we'll 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 sashay into America's fastest growing and popularity game questions with Mikkel. Excellent. Um, so rapping in Portland, how how has it been? How, have you had trouble booking gigs? How does the the normal hip hop community have they accepted this coffee hop? What's what's going on in the rap game here in Portland?
1: Um, well, uh, Hoyt Latte used to live in and create in Brooklyn, New York and it was interesting because we went there to try and make it as rappers clearly didn't because we're back here okay. in portland and it was interesting because i felt like people people give you more of a chance out there you know they'd say oh you're a rapper rap something then you rap and if you're if you're good you're good and that's it N- no questions asked after that but in portland it's a lot of white guys playing guitars that don't rap that it's just like nope i don't accept you as a rapper because you're white and you don't play an instrument. Right. And you so that's really frustrating because, you know, Portland's supposed to be all super open-minded and stuff. But I think it's because there isn't uh, a huge hip-hop scene here. But the scene here is very close-knit and connected, and I feel like the people are all supportive of one another, but the rest of the music scene's not as supportive right. of, it's of it's rappers. A, it's
0: a tough music scene here. It's so diverse. There's so much going on at once. It's really hard to to link together the right types of sounds, especially in a space like this that would probably happily have a Hoyt Latte show and follow it up with a Black Flag show and follow that night up next with an open mic, mic poetry night. Like, it I'm
1: glad Black <coughs> Flag has to open for open mic poetry. <laughs> <laughs> did you get Henry Rollins for <laughs> hating <laughs> everything I love.
0: It's true, man. It's it's my favorite part of life is anything that... Yeah,
1: uh, well, the show we actually did here <laughs> was we were, were... Our rap group, we were on and then there was... A me- chris's metal group was playing and then there was this like kind of ska act that played afterwards and so it was like it was a diverse show but it was cool because we brought out there's metal people hip-hop people ska people S- ska people But i mean if you're a ska guy you're an everything guy right yeah, i mean we,
0: we uh technically opened the show with scott today it was the the specials
1: message for to you rudy the gone. specials.
0: The specials was what we played earlier. Excellent, yeah. excellent.
1: I'll have to yeah. write that on my iPhone notes.
0: It's true. It's true. All right. Well, um, I'd say we're we're right around the 25-minute zone. This is a good time to start America's Fastest-Growing and Popularity Game questions with Mikel. Uh, I'm your host, Mikel. I have some questions. So Excellent. Um, I had them written down on a pad, but um, luckily I took so long like figuring them out that I think they're ingrained in my brain. So I should be able to operate without this pad today. So, uh, question one, and no, I will ask you, but if you feel at, a, at any point this gentleman here can assist you, Justin can answer, all right? I'll make this the Hoyt Latte edition Excellent. of Questions with Mikkel. Question one, what local Portland rapper considers E-40 as one of his closest friends? What local Portland rap icon considers E-40 one of his closest friends?
1: You used Icon, so I feel like it has to be Cool Nuts. It is
0: Cool Nuts, and that is the, that is part of the question. The questions are leading. They're supposed yeah. to be leading. <coughs> so you're right, Cool Nuts, local guy. Do you, you guys like Cool Nuts? Are you guys Cool Nuts fans?
1: Um, I'm not too <coughs> familiar with his music. He was on the Ed Foreman show a few weeks ago, or a, few, a month or so ago. I was actually on the way down to Austin, Texas, so I missed you missed, the cool I missed his show. But he was he was on the show. Uh, Jessen has more of an opinion on him than I do. Yes, sir.
2: Um, cool Nuts... Um, he um, had like a Northwest hip hop show. I think it's still going on uh, on the Jammin' Station, like a couple years ago. And they had a uh, they had like this contest where you send in a track, like for for like demo tracks. And it was the first time. Uh, it was just a solo track of mine, and I sent it in. And uh, it was before I'd ever put out my even my first solo mixtape. Everybody's doing it, and uh, it was sort of to try to promote that. And I sent it out, and he played it on the radio, and I didn't win the contest. This guy, 90M1, um, who's dope, and um, people should check out. Good battler. Um, but Coolness puts on a lot for. Uh Local hip hop. He's kind of like the godfather and coordinates a lot of things. So um, everybody in Portland knows Cool Nuts, and um, you know we all show a lot of respect to him.
0: I like that. Okay, well there you go. Question number one correct. That means the game continues, folks. Excellent. You don't want to be one and done in this game. Who who did the
1: worst at the questions? Kali. Um,
0: uh, sure it was the great Kali.
1: I'm sure the was, wrestler.
0: I'm sure it was some female. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> this half my audience. No, I love it. ladies that have all been on here. have been lovely and intelligent and beautiful human beings on the inside, right? I had to edit that to add that. I didn't say that originally during the interview. No, I did. Um, question two. <laughs> no, I don't know who did uh, the worst. Uh, it might have been Chris. Actually, Chris did really bad one time. I think he got w- two right, and he's from Salem and like lived in Portland his entire life. So like, uh, that one was pretty funny.
1: No excuse to do as bad as he did.
0: He really doesn't have an excuse. In fact, I didn't even play the game with him the next time. I made up a new game, which was say one word, say a city, say one word. So, like, for instance, Gresham, Blue Line, Troutdale, Fishing, (laughs) I don't know, Uh, just because
1: Trout, Hillsborough, Blue Line.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like it. That's cool. Um, Okay, question two. Uh, Another local rapper has the moniker Majestic. He is uh, a influential rapper in the game of conscious hip-hop that blends... Reggae with hip-hop and his conscious lyric style, Majestic. Majestic's a member of one of the premier Portland basketball families. In fact, one, his cousin was drafted first by the uh, Portland Trailblazers in the 90s. Do you know this premier basketball family of Portland that has posted up something like four different professional NBA, maybe even five or six?
1: Um, off the top of the dome.
0: Don't get it wrong; you won't get the third question.
1: Is N- there is there any more of a leading hint you can
2: give I, me?
0: Do you remember? Do you remember? Th- I don't know. Do, do you?
2: Ha- I, I I have one thought, but I don't think that it's correct. There's, I didn't know that there, we had any like basketball Bas- royalty. Do you do you know? Okay.
0: B-town. Do you know who who was nicknamed Mighty Mouse?
1: Oh, okay. I know Damon Stoudemire, Wilson High School. Alum.
0: So, what are you gonna say for your
1: answer? Is the is it the Stoudemire family? It is the Stoudemire family. There we go. Think shouts ab- shouts to Salim
2: Stoudemire, my favorite left-handed three-point shooter from Arizona. Is that that was what was gonna be my guess, but I didn't know that he had like a huge family of Saleem, basketball players. his
0: dad, his dad's, and then Salim, uh, and then there's the guy Amari Stoudemire. Amar is, is
2: related to Damon? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think so.
0: Yeah, they're related. They're actually all related. It's like isn't
2: it spelled differently? It has an E instead of an A.
0: They're not? Okay, then he might yeah. not be in it. But there's four others that are actually, that did play, and uh, his name is Terrell Stoudemire. He played at Arizona as well, and his senior year had a kind of a knee injury, but he still would have been able to play, but instead of uh, coming back and trying out for the NBA, he moved to Portland and became a, a conscious rapper.
2: The bottom line is Hoyt Latte can take on any Portland natives in a game of two-on-two. <laughs> <on> we two. <laughs> Will win easily. i dominate. I don't post. know. A Cool Nuts-Majestic Nuts squad.
0: Open,
1: that's an open challenge.
0: I, I would pay to see Majestic and, and Cool Nuts dunk
1: on you guys. Uh, we'd beat them because we recently beat Aviel and IME wow. in a game of two-on-two. Two. We beat them like 37 to nothing. We, we're only playing to 21. No rapper can beat me in basketball. <laughs> and no rapper can beat me at running. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, you guys made it through question two. I might have had to give you more of a lead than I give most, but you know.
1: I was gonna uh, guess Michael Thompson because <laughs> he was drafted number one by the Blazers in like the seventies, and oh, okay. his son was drafted in the top ten a few years well, ago. Didn't
0: Damian go in the first round by the Blazers in like '96?
1: I think uh, I think the I think he was actually taken by uh, by Toronto, actually. Oh, he, he went. Was, he was a Raptor first, right? S- 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 I think. Oh, well, you're I right. Think <laughs> that
2: year, Damon and um, Sabonis both came in. I think we took Sabonis and then got wow. Damon in a trade.
1: All right, you ready for some
0: unedited Portland fact? Fact, the original arbitrary question where I ask a question and I have an answer, but I don't let you know it and then you guess, uh, was who was the greatest blazer of them all, and the answer was Sabonis. So call back to the first episode.
1: He's not my Vetus. He's not your Vetus. He's our, our Vetus. Vetus. <laughs> that was my favorite sign I ever saw at a Blazer game. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Question long. three. All right. So we've made it we've made it all the way through. Um, another hip-hop reference. You guys are a hip-hop group, so I'm sticking to hip-hop. I try to make this easy for people. You'd be surprised how hard people make this on themselves, but whatever. Um, we've talked about Cool Nuts. We've talked about Majestic. We've talked about Stoudemire's, who are basketball players now. Here's my... Yeah, <laughs> I know. It sounded like I said black basketball. Yeah, I heard but that. I wasn't sure if going to address it or not. They're basketball players and they're black, so they're basketball players. No, that that was just a slip of the tongue. Um, <laughs> They're basketball players and the Blazers are our home team. They have an in-house hip-hop DJ. Could you name for me the in-house hip-hop DJ for the Portland Trail? blazers
1: so is he like a member of the team that dj's in the in the locker room or like they have a separate guy i would tell you
0: his jersey always says number one but that's just because that's in his name
1: that's because he's number one
0: so no one is in his name one is in his name and it's on his jersey and he's the portland trailblazer dj it's not
1: it's not my good friend free throw guy i know oh. that
0: it's a good tra- it's a good guess it is not free throw guy
1: that doesn't count as the guess. We're still mulling it over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was saying it's not him because that's 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 my buddy Rob, Rob free throw guy. I like Rob. He's a great. He's he's one of the nicest people I've ever met. I'm gonna
0: have to ask for an answer though.
1: Is it, uh, is it number? Is it Blaze the Cat? <sighs> Blaze
0: the Cat is good on some ones and twos, from what I heard. Uh oh, Justin thinks he's got it. Um. His smartphone might be smart enough.
2: Is it OG1? It is
0: DJ OG1. Yes,
2: son. This yeah. guy knows
1: everything about DJing.
2: <laughs> Especially when he Googles I it. I will beat OG1 in a game of two-on-one. <laughs> Hoyt Latte versus OG1. <laughs> we're, we're looking for you, OG. We're yeah, looking for he's
0: you. He's used to taking people on 2 at one because he's on the ones, ones and, and, twos. and twos. Oh. <laughs> two yeah. turntables and a
2: microphone. <laughs> Funny guy. Good host. Good host. <laughs>
0: I try, man. I try. Um, so this takes us to our favorite part. This is the plugs portion of the show. Do you guys have any cool things, any shows lined up, any CDs people should get?
1: Um, Jordan Paladino action? Uh, Comedically, yes. There's the Ed Foreman show that I write and act on Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays at 1030 at the Crystal Hotel down in Al's Den. Uh, you've been there, Mikkel, as has Jessen.
0: I dig it. I like the show. It's a good setting.
1: Yeah, it's a fun show. And actually, next month, on the 14th, 15th, and 16th of March, I will be hosting the show. Wow. As uh, Aaron Ed Foreman Ross is going to be performing at South by Southwest. Oh, wow. So I get to host the show. So That's I'm super excited about that. That's the 14th, 15th, and 16th of March. And then uh, as far as Hoyt Latte goes, you know, we're just in the studio grinding.
0: Is, is he going to steal Austin's weird and then keep it here so that we can keep it
1: weird? I think, isn't that how we got it? We stole it from them? I don't know. And brought it? Because I was, I was in Austin recently, and they were like, we were weird first <laughs> because we're surrounded by Republicans. <laughs> and I was like, that's all it takes to be weird, I guess, it is it to be surrounded by Republicans.
0: It is true. Anything from you, Mr. Justin? Do you got any lineups, anything um, you got going
1: on?
2: Nah, I, uh, I've i been working on some solo stuff that's going slowly. um, so, you know, I've been doing some tracks with uh with Juicy Carcass who uh who's a local rapper. Um, you know, really great rapper. He's on our Well Another EP. Nice. I was, I have that um, one now. I'm taking yeah, a he's look on at our it, song, uh, which is
0: available for the listeners yeah. at hoitlatte.bandcamp.com.
2: That is correct. And uh you know, we got we got um and eight uh, EPs posted on that Bandcamp. Um, six of which are all <laughs> named after um, months the months of the year that we recorded them I- when we were living in Brooklyn. So, um, you know, and then the one more most recently we made last year, Well Another EP. And so we're kind of, the last couple of shows have still just been um, plugging Well Another. You know, that's a project we're really proud of. Um, and a Really different sound for us. I think it took a lot of people um, by surprise how it sounded. Um, so, yeah, check those out. Um, Hoy Latte doesn't really have anything <laughs> particularly on the, uh, you know, f- in foresight. But, uh, you know, definitely come check Jordan out at the Ed Foreman Show. It's really funny. I'm often there. We got Rob Free Throw Guy there. You never know who might come through. You That's might good. even have, you know, wonderful Christopher, Christopher <laughs> Neil, yeah. Neil it's Young come tr- through and it's true. <laughs> grace the show with his presence. It could
0: be. All right, gentlemen. Um, this is the official favorite part of my show. Uh, this is the arbitrary question, where I have selected a question that I know the right answer to and you do not. And unfortunately, I have to ask you for your answer. Excellent. D- despite the pain that it's going to give me to tell you that you're wrong. Um, the question today is, where's the best coffee roasted in Portland? Who roasts the best coffee?
1: My money is on barista. Barista. On 13th and Hoyt, the namesake of my rap group, Hoyt Latte.
0: Hoyt Latte, I appreciate your time here today. Unfortunately, you are incorrect. The answer is Cellar Door Roastery on 11th Avenue in southeast Portland. I appreciate your time, guys. Thank you again. Thank
2: you, Mikel. Thank you. Appreciate it. Me like you wanna push me out of my job Mr. Boss Man